in the footsteps of Jesus from down under. This is Nick Rita, your host. I'm very happy to be with you today and thank you for tuning in with us. I have a special guest with me today. We are in Mount Gambier, South Australia, and I have next to me here Marlene. Marlene, it's good to have you with us on uh, Faith FM Radio and um, I would like you to share with us where you grew up and uh, give us a little bit of your background. Well, I grew up in this area, but um, at a very young age, we moved to, my husband and myself, we moved to Victoria and we spent quite a bit of time there and then um, we moved back to Adelaide and um, then just recently we've moved back to Mount Gambier. Then you are a local here I'm from from Mount Gambier, yes. and um, now, uh, as you already said, you travel a little bit around uh, in South Australia. Uh, do you have uh, siblings? How, how many siblings do you have? I have two sisters, and I have a brother who's deceased. And uh, your parents still alive, or my mum died quite young, um, and my dad just died recently. Okay, and. Um, you just told me a little bit before uh, that uh, you kind of returned back to the place where you grew up and uh, this is the area where uh, um, is very familiar to you. Yes. Now, you grew up uh, in a Christian home? Yes, it was quite a Christian home, yeah. Mm. Would you like to share with me in the uh, next uh, few minutes uh, how was that to grow up in a Christian home and what sort of impact had in your life? Um, well, my first memories were attending the church, um, probably three or four years old and, you know, singing the Sabbath school songs and everything like that. And it was always good. It was always, um, fond memories of that. And then just growing up, and I was always fascinated with prophecy and things like that. So I, as I got older, I would always be very interested in what's going to happen. And then what happened? What happened? Um, I met and fell in love with somebody, and we got married, and we moved. He is a non-believer. And also there was a bit of, um, I guess back then the church was, I wouldn't say the church, but maybe members, uh, some members, were tended to be a bit legalistic and because we're talking quite a few years ago and it wouldn't just be our church and um, I always felt that I wasn't good enough to go to church like um, God didn't want me there because um, even the, the Sabbath was a big deal for, for me and um, I knew that we weren't to that God did not want us to work on the Sabbath. And even though I wasn't working on the Sabbath, my husband would go in on some Saturdays and, um, and I felt guilty by association, if that makes sense. And so, and this, yeah, God didn't want me in church because I didn't meet his standard. That played a big impact on me not going to church. It was just this little thing that, you know. Which means you are, uh, stop uh, going to church? Over the over time, I did stop going to church, and then we moved to Victoria. It just yeah gradually petered away, and that even though I still believed in God, I we just I just sort of stopped going to church. Yeah. Share with us a little bit what you experienced after you stopped going to church. I was away from church for twenty five years, and um, but during that time, I always believed, and I always. I guess in the back of my mind, I always wanted to go back to church, and then one day I did. Mm. And that was an interesting story, how I got to go back. 
or rather than 25 years to, you know, to stay away, to say so, from the church where you grew up and you love to go to the Sabbath school to learn about the prophecy of the Bible and the teachings of the Bible. I believe that was, yeah, um, a long time. And um, as you just said, that even though in your heart you always believed, I'm trying to imagine that... Uh, it was some sort of unrest, you know, in your in your heart. Just share with us a little bit during this period of time how you felt and what happened that helped you to come back to church. Well, I remember that when a lot of little things that I was doing, it, I knew was wrong. For example, if I was working late and I had to get the weekend shopping on a Friday night, you know, this little, you shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't be shopping on a, on the Sabbath, you know. It was a lot of little things like that that would happen. And I just sort of felt that God was reaching out to me and just reminding me along the way of things that, um, were precious to him and that he wanted me to share with him. But I was kind of aware, but I didn't actually follow at that stage but throughout that uh, time there were quite a few things that did happen and uh, I vividly remember well one time I was coming home from work and um, a car uh, in front of me was towing a um, a wreck then the wreck actually the windscreen blew out of the wreck and landed on the road and I actually had to I swore to miss it and I went on the the left side so I wouldn't end up hitting an oncoming car but I ended up actually on the other side because I lost control of the car and um, God intervened that's the only because I had no control of that car and yet at the very last minute about to have a head on um, the car got swerved back onto the road it was a write-off the car was a write-off but I walked away from it and I thought that this is just you know um, has to be God intervening here and saved my life and so that got me thinking about um, things as well and I had a dream one night first of all I'll tell you about my mum my mum died in her 50s and it was very and I was at work when I got the news that mum had died and um, I just want to share this with you because I had to go home and it was a, a two-hour drive to get home and when I got home, I lied on the bed and I just cried and cried and cried. And it was just so agonizing because you, you're just thinking, I wasn't expecting it. And I thought of all the things I wish I had done, I wish I had said and everything like that. And I won't have that opportunity again. It was just so agonizing. And even when I ran out of tears, I was still crying and I stayed there till the next day. And I just, I was just, it was the worst moment that I've experienced with pain and anguish. But then after a while, I had a dream one night and um, I dreamt it was an unusual dream and I had two of them the same, probably about 12 months apart and they were the same dream. And I dreamt that um, it was the end of time and there was a lot of destruction around and I felt I was lost and the worst part of this feeling was that I had nobody to blame but myself. That is the wor and I, I believe God gave me a um, a glimpse of what it's going to be like to be lost. And he he just he didn't 
I didn't feel as if I was going to be lost. I just felt God was showing me if I continue down that path, this is how it will end. And it was the worst feeling that you could ever experience, even worse than the agony I went through when I lost my mum. The pain um, and, and the worst part about it was I had no one to blame but myself for missing out on eternity in this dream. Mm. And I woke up very quickly because it was just so overwhelming, this this mm. horrible feeling of knowing or of feeling what it's going to be like to miss out on eternity. And it was my fault, mm. my own fault that this happened. And, um, yeah, I just, you just don't want to go there. You mm. just do not want to miss out on eternity. And I, I, I determined that I've got to go back to church. I've got to go back to church. But then when you wake up in, you know, you wake up in the morning and you, you get busy with work and you get, you get back into your routine and you're sort of like, it's at the back of your head, but you don't. So then I had it again another time, like 12 months later or so. What you're sharing with me is that, uh, to me it seems like that your relationship with your mother you know was a very special one and uh, losing your mother in very young age that impacted you but what also i can uh, hear from what you're saying here is that uh, at the same time you were started to to remember all the things which probably your mother taught you when you were younger and i know that you you have a special uh, passage in the Bible, a text, a verse which you like to share in this regard. Would you like to share with us? Well, I want to share with you this verse, um, Proverbs 22, verse 6, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The reason I want to share this is because I know that there's a lot of people out there who have got children who aren't going to church, and, um, and they have been brought up in the church. And sometimes they get very discouraged because they pray and they want their child back in church. And as they get older, their child still hasn't returned. And so I just want to share that I believe when you really look at this verse, that it means not so much that that child will be in, will be saved. It just means when you teach your child to grow up with the Lord and everything like that and you pray, God's not going to desert that child. God is still going to, and there's many times as I've just mentioned that there were times along the way that happened to me and my conscience was being pricked time and time again over different things, over, you know, um, different aspects that happened in my life and he didn't give up on me. He, he just kept going and, and reminding me, gently reminding me that you know I need to go back and I mean we can break um, up a little bit that uh, passage in the Bible you know mm -hmm. because uh, you're right uh, when you said that uh, many parents uh, probably are they are disappointed that uh, their children not following on um, the way they raise them up and teach them and all those things and that's heartbreaking for uh, a parent but also here is uh, somewhere we can read there that it's a free choice there right. even though the yeah. parents they have this responsibility to teach mm -hmm. the children when he's young when they can uh, suck it in if mm -hmm. you like and then 
it's still up to the person, you know, to choose what to do. And probably that's uh, your story, your experience, mm. because you said that you you walked away to say so, you know, from uh, from that close relationship with uh, with Jesus, you know, for a number of years. But the effects of what you've been taught when you're young stayed with you, and probably that's what you want to share with us a bit more, are you? Yes, um, and God all, was always reminding me of that. I just think um, that even though God was showing me along the way um, and, and, and given the dreams and everything like that, I still had a choice whether I was going to um, take notice of that or whether I would keep walking away mm. and that. Um, so I, I, he'll always give us a choice. He can't pick us up by the scruff of our neck and sit us in church and say, now stay there and listen to this. He can't do that because that's not what God is about. He's about love and he's about free choice and everything like that. But he will gently remind us all the time and, you know. If I could take you back again to that experience uh, where um, you have that encounter through the accident which you, you experienced, that God was present there for you. Mm. If God would not be there, uh, you thought I'll that I'm, that you'll be dead. dead. I think this is a very important thing, you know, because mm. we are talking here on this program in the footsteps of Jesus. Now, sometimes we may not see Jesus and, and sometimes even not his footsteps to say so. It's interesting that uh, uh, on this one, I, uh, I remember a little story when... Uh, somebody who was walking with Jesus, you know, and I think it was a painting uh, representing this, that there were two sets of steps, steps. and uh, there were for a while, and after a while, they disappeared, you know, one set of the steps disappeared, and the person was wondering if uh, they left uh, Jesus, or if Jesus left them. But the, the picture and the moral of this story is that uh, uh, Jesus was carrying that person in his arms. That's what was only one set of steps. And I probably, I could link that with, with you because, uh, now you've been through some uh, difficulties, tough times, uh, in life. And if you like to share some of those things with us and our listeners, uh, please do so. But yeah, just, uh, share with us a bit more, uh, how you got closer and closer to Jesus and, What's your experience now in your walk with Jesus? Well, um, I can remember there were times when, even when I wasn't going to church, I would stick up for the church. I remember the Lindy Chamberlain um, episode and all the um, stories in the media and all this, sort of, and I would come to the defense of the church and I would say, listen, I was brought up in this church and I know that this didn't, we didn't do this or we didn't do that or whatever. And, um, and, and I found myself really, really getting quite upset about all the stories that were going around at that time and, um, and defending the church and, and I would say I've got no reason to defend it because I'm not going to church at the time but I just feel that this is wrong what is happening and so we had fake news even back then <laughs> You are telling us now that um, it's important to teach your children when they are young uh, even though they may depart from the Lord because of their free choice which we are praying now that nobody will depart you know and they will really stay close to Jesus because I can tell you that the 
consequences of uh, walking away from God. Uh, it's affecting us only, you know, mm. uh, and it's yeah. We we can be spared by so many by so many you know troubles and pain. And I know myself that uh, I experience similar things, uh, Marlene. What I would like to probably just have a short break here now. Now I know that you you share with me that you love a, a piece of music, a song. What song is your favorite song? How great thou art. We are going to play that song, How Great Thou Art, and we'll come back. Please stay with us, don't go anywhere. This is In the Footsteps of Jesus with Nick Rita and our co-host today is Marlene. Consider all the worlds our hands have made I see the stars I hear the rolling thunder Thy power throughout the universe displayed then sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee. With shouts of acclamation And take me home What joy shall fill my heart Then I shall bow In humble adoration And there proclaim My God, how great Thou art Then sings my soul My Savior God to Thee How great Thou art How great
Welcome back. This is In the Footsteps of Jesus from Down Under with Nick Rita and our uh, guest today is Marlene from Mount Gambier. With Marlene, we just talked before the break that uh, she grew up uh, in a Christian family with uh, good teachings and she loved to go to church and Sabbath school, but she walked away from her Savior, from God, for about 25 years. Now, Marlene, you are sharing with us that you are happy to be with your Savior, your Lord, now walking in faith with Jesus. Please share with us how that happened, that you come back to Jesus. Well, um, we, my husband had um, another a move, like transfer with his work. And so we moved up to um, northern Victoria. And um, I was a sales rep at the time. And... Um, and what what happened was I can remember, and I was also dabbling in shares a little bit. And there was an Asian crisis, so this goes back some years ago. And uh, I, I sort of, and there was a bit of uncertainty about you know what was going to happen in the world and everything like that. And I remember this verse in the Bible um, where it says that men will be running to and fro and um, looking for answers and having you know, their hearts will fail them and things like that. So I thought, ah, oh. and I never threw my Bible away. We had a lot of moves, but I never threw my Bible away. And so I thought, I'll get it out and I'll read it. I'll read it um, and find out what's going on. Um, anyway, so I went into, I got the Bible and I started reading it, reading Revelation. And I just got so confused with it. And I was actually thinking, I don't, this John character who wrote this book must have been high on something because I cannot understand this, the beasts and the, and everything else and, and that. And I just closed the book. And I, I did try for a while. And I closed the book and I just said to God, if you want me to understand this, then you'll need to do something because I cannot understand this. And I want to understand it. And anyway, within a matter of a couple of weeks, I was um, in a supermarket and with doing my job, and um, I came across a sanitarium rep, and it was the first one I'd seen uh, for a long time. And so we started talking, and I said to him, "So I suppose you're a Seventh Day Adventist, are you?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "Ah, oh, I was brought up in the church, but I said I don't go now." and um, haven't been for a while, but I still believe in God. And he said, well, you, it's not too late. You can always come back. We have a big church here um, in this town. And um, I said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, why don't you come? And I said, yeah, I should. And I I, I will. Um, I know I should come back to church. And um, he said, well, um, I'll wait for you out the front. and um, and that. But I didn't go for a couple of weeks. And the week that I did go, he was there. And um, but I used to sneak in the back, and I used to just sort of like, I didn't want a big fuss. I didn't want the minister coming around and you know doing anything. I wanted to learn by myself. So what I did was I um, I heard about the library they had, and so I would just gather up all the information I could get out of the library and take it home and just study and just work through it all. And I can remember going through the Kenneth Cox videos and learned a lot from that and um, I actually took home a lot of the kiddies stories uh, the set um, because I knew the characters in the Bible I knew of Abraham, Noah and David and Goliath and all that but I didn't know what sequence they were in so I wanted to to get a rough idea of um, the 
the sequence of everything. And um, and then I came across a very young Doug Batchelor, a, a video series back then. And uh, I liked, I really liked this series because um, at that stage his wife would always read out questions um, before he did his presentation. And a lot of those questions were the questions that I had. And so I basically learnt most of what I needed to do, you know, cement in my head through these DVDs and everything like because that's how I wanted it. But then, um, then I started having studies with the pastor and um, things like that, and I got rebaptized. Yeah, well, it's a great story, uh, Marlene. And you see, Jesus, uh, God, never gives up on us. Mm. Uh, it may take some time, but what I like to emphasize here, maybe just try to close with this because our time is uh, coming to a close that um, you really stressed out and I like to mention that again how important it is to educate our uh, young ones our mm. children in the right way because um, when they are exposed again or when they are going through some difficult times they will remember and not only that but God is waiting patiently for us to to come to him and i believe there are many people uh, experiencing the same thing which you experience marlin and i pray to god that uh, we all will learn from this story and will give our life to jesus what would you like to say in few words to somebody who's listening out there uh, to you right now in just in few words i believe you have also another um, passage in the Bible to share. If you'd like to share that passage in the Bible, maybe just uh, conclude with a few, few thoughts and an encouragement or something which you'd like to say to our listeners. I like the so Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men would count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that should all come to repentance. And that that's a very good uh, verse in the Bible, actually, to um, to finish with. Yeah, just uh, do you have a, a word of encouragement uh, for somebody? I would say, don't wait, come back, because this is pivotal at this time of the research history. We don't have time to wait, and um, I I can't say that more. And when you say come back, you're not referring only to to people, let's say, to Seventh-day Adventist people who left the church. You refer to every single person who walked away from God in a way or the other yeah. to come back to God, to come back to Jesus, because he's the only one who has, you know, the answers for us all. And we can be safe only in his arms. Definitely, yes, yeah. And you are going to share Jesus, I believe, here in Mount Gambier in South Australia with as many people as possible through Faith FM, I believe, now. Yes, that's uh, very exciting that we can do that now. Yes. Very good. Uh, Marlene, it was a pleasure to be able to talk to you today and uh, may God richly bless you and uh, be a role model, an example for the young people maybe in the church here. And through your experience walking away from Jesus, knowing, you know, what life is and how unpleasant can be when you don't have that assurance of salvation 
in your heart because you just said a bit earlier that you have that thought that you'll be lost if you don't come back to Jesus you'll be lost and I believe this is very important because if we don't give our life to Jesus we don't have other alternative and one other thing throughout my life I've always I've never been one that wants materialistic things or fancy cars or anything like that because I'm always reminded God has always reminded me that everything's going to burn you know we can't take it with us Mm. and so why do we search for things that are just going to you know not be there and to take us away from God Marlene Thank you so much for sharing with us. Uh, It was a pleasure to talk to you today and may God bless you. Uh, To all our listeners, I will say, uh, don't wait. As Marlene uh, said a bit earlier, give your life to Jesus. And for those of you who trust in God, continue to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. Until next time, may God richly bless you.